All right, y'all. Uh, we got some more dates coming your way. You can find me uh, March 14th at the Brian Eagles Lodge, Brian, Ohio. Uh, March 18th, you can find me at the Kettletop Comedy Hour featuring Michael Wells. Uh, a lot of date and love on this episode. March 20th and 21st, I'll be at Gutty's Comedy Club. March 28th, I'll be at Creatures of Habit Brewing Company in Anderson for a clean show. Uh, Tony Foxworthy um, headlining that one. Uh, those tickets on sale now. Uh, April 11th, uh, Roast Battle um, in Anderson. And uh, on April 17th, I will be at the Cornerstone Center for the Arts opening for Chris Kattan. So those tickets are also on sale. Um, also for Roast Battle, get all those uh, on my social media at Uncle Buck's House. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the show. What's up, y'all? Thanks for coming back to uh, Uncle Buck's house. I uh, got Nick over here as always. What's up, buddy? Hey, man. What's going on? Yeah, good to be back. Good to be back. Uh, and uh, in studio today, we have Dayton comedian and uh, fellow podcaster, Johnny Woods. What's up, buddy? What's up, guys? Thanks How are for you, man? Me. Thanks for making yeah, the trip. For, yeah, I'm, I am phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. How, you you uh, had some uh, rough roads, you said, on your way in? Some rough roads, dude. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe that you guys transport Everclear and explosives through these, <laughs> these streets. It's so bad. It's so bad. Yeah. Well, uh, see, but the cool thing is they usually do both of them in the same truck. And okay. yeah, yeah, we call them uh, uh, we we call them hillbilly IEDs. That makes way more sense. Yeah, I can't wait to transport all that stuff back across state lines. <laughs> so what they actually do with our tax money instead of putting it towards roads is they actually give them uh, to the churches, and they just build churches everywhere, every corner. They just it's crazy, here, and then now they look like Walmart here, church there. Do you guys have here. that over in Dayton? These like Walmart churches. So we have a bunch of empty ones. They used to be a thing back in like the nineties. There were several. Oh. Yeah, there's there's one or two uh, south of Dayton. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, very nice. You know what's crazy? Whether they're empty or not. They're still not paying taxes. <laughs> True they're that. sitting there. But hey, man, those are churches make great venues. Like if you can get your hands on an old church, you like sky's the limit. If you, you know, got the resources to fix it up, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's one of those things that like, uh, I mean, I've played music in a few old churches. I don't know if any churches that have become like comedy venues. Do you know? Of any? There's one in Cincy. Yeah. Oh, is there? Yeah, I forget what it's called, uh, but I did a mic there like a month ago. Okay. And yeah, it's like a, I mean, a big church, like a cathedral. Like, oh, huge, man. Dude, huge. Acoustics are great in I there. Was, yeah, yeah, I was about to say, so, but it sounds great. I, I, did, uh, I did a venue called the Southgate House, which is right across the river in Cincinnati, um, back when I was playing uh, with the string band. I... Uh, um, did the like lounge area but that night uh coincidentally sturgill simpson who's closing out our episode today was playing in the sanctuary that night so the place was packed and but it, it, you could tell it was just this old church that they put a bar in and they put a front area and there were like two rooms upstairs that were smaller and held uh, it was like a music version of the comedy store it's like these four rooms inside of one they all did independent music it was pretty cool 
That's dope. Yeah. Um, so you have uh, your own podcast uh, called Getting High with Headliners, man. G- give us a rundown on that. Where can they find it? So they can find it on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. And it's basically, it, it opens up the door for the conversation of, you know, is marijuana... Uh, you know, it's a lot of different things, but I want to know what people think of it. I want to know if they think it's more of a vice or is this something we should be using as a medicine or, you know, is it, um, it's, is it something that's really helping us out or are we abusing it? I want to know yeah. what people think about it. I want to know their experiences when they did it. Um, and it's also because I think it's awesome to learn about how comedians or just famous people in general, you know, entertainers, how they got in the business. Yeah. So uh, that intrigues me. Like those VH1 stories about behind the music and shit. Those used to be my favorite shows growing up. So yeah, dude. I want to know how people got in the business. And I think all those stories are great and interesting to me. And I think that that adds value to oh, absolutely, like, the podcasting man. world and the, the comedic world. Yeah, absolutely. So do, do you have um, any any stories i mean I, I i don't want you to like spoil you know anything on your but but can you give us like uh li- li- like a story that stands out to you from one of your guests uh yeah my last episode was actually someone's very first time ever doing a dab uh <laughs> it was a comedian named leslie battle and she got oh, nice so shout out to leslie stone, dude that, that, <laughs> that clips on my facebook and my insta and yeah. uh it's it, it was crazy watching her like go from like normal conversation because we smoked a joint and she had smoked weed before yeah and she was fine she was like hey I'm not even really feeling this and I was like well I got some stronger stuff so we like kind of <laughs> escalated and then you went straight technical yeah. oh man it was like yeah. a weed triathlon for her that was like going from like a like a vinyl record to like oh well here's an MP3 exactly you know what I mean no, <laughs> it's and, like you skipped yeah. like four or five steps in between no she didn't even have the like, compatible software you know what I mean. <laughs> She did not know how to format <laughs> no, this no, she could not software. Form- <laughs> That's hilarious. That's it was great. Yeah. Can I compute? It Can I wild. compute? Um, Is that what it was like? That's exactly what it was like. <laughs> Picturing that. That's, exactly That's funny like. as hell. Another one is the one next week, and I actually filmed it off-site, and it was at the Crown Plaza. It's like the nicest oh. hotel we have. Uh, it was Mike Merck. He's actually been nice. on TMZ, and he's man, he's a really great comic. I look up to him a lot. So... Um, we did this interview in like the top floor of the hotel overlooking the city and then Mike uh, actually buys me this badass breakfast and we he like bought me breakfast and everything like he invited me there and hooked me oh, up man snap, and dude. I had a, an amazing interview with him I feel like I really learned a lot yeah, that's from awesome, him dude. during the interview so that one's coming up next week Yeah very nice yeah you guys should uh, definitely hop over there and uh, get that subscribed and liked and shared and, and all that stuff, man. That's very cool. Yeah, that sounds very yeah. interesting. I'll be checking that out for sure. Yeah. Indiana's way behind. It's <laughs> sad to yeah, say. Yeah, our, uh, <clears throat> our, uh, lo- it, but, but it's almost, it's very odd. It's almost like it's very strategic. They're like, all right, if every state around us is going to start to turn the mm-hmm. tide, we don't have to. We're stuck in the middle. We're guaranteed you know revenue from opioids for life yes exactly we are straight team opioids it seems and that is not a good thing and liquor you guys like the liquor over here yeah yeah Yeah. for sure doesn't make doesn't make any sense there are so many mr Leahy's around like just in general life i feel like around central indiana yeah like and for those of you who don't know that's a uh trailer park boys reference look it up (laughs) um just people that are like these fully functioning members of authoritative society and they're just constantly wasted like you see them everywhere like every city has them and and they're just you know it's just part of it yeah it's just the way they roll 
I started the thing for a second. Am I one of those guys? <laughs> I'm not a drunk, but well, I, well I yeah, but, like the yeah, but we're also not out here like signing legal documents and shit. You know what I mean? Right. That's true. That's yeah. true. Um, but uh, so one thing I did want to want to bring up with you, Johnny, is uh, so um, one thing that you were at Let's Fest last year, right? Yes. And okay. So, um, cause I think we went to kill Tony. Like we, we, we went to the same cause yeah. it, th- there were two shows, right? Correct. Two kill Tony's. And, uh, there was one earlier in the day and then there was one later at night. And I think you guys came to the later one because you guys all had like shows that day. I think. Yeah. We had to go back to Dayton cause we had other stuff we were doing, but some, some of the Dayton comics stayed and I think even got on that kill Tony on the side. Yes, episode. that's right. Shout yeah. out to Travis Charles. Yep. He killed it, yep, man. Travis that was great. Got on Tony, yeah. Um, but one of the things that I wanted to mention about that was that was the same day as the Dayton shooting. Was it? Uh, yeah, because we we were all at we were Holy all at shit, Let's it Fest. Was. Yeah, right. yeah, we, yeah. We we were all at Let's Fest, and then I remember there was like this moment where like um like I, I don't know like Travis like nudged to you um or somebody and was like uh um you know uh or maybe it was john i don't know but uh was just like hey like check your phone and you guys were all like checking this like checking your phones and then we all started to see it just on our news feeds and we're like holy shit and like i th- i thought like a couple of you guys might have bounced or something like that but yeah nick taylor and i rode back together we wrote we left early that that's day that's right yeah it was, yes, it was nick yeah after the first kill tony we didn't yeah. stay. i think john was on one of the bills that night yeah so that's why him and travis that's had stayed right the show. Yeah. yeah absolutely um but it's so how did in the moments kind of following because that happened right by wiley's right yeah like one block away how how did that how did that sort of like like something like that clearly like like resonates in a community for i mean it doesn't really ever end you know what i mean at least in a specifically not immediately how did that sort of like um did that change the way you guys approached anything like i think it did for a while yeah um but i think that I have a bit where I, I, I talk about everything that happened last year. Yeah. Because we, we, you know, we got this new slogan called Dayton Strong because yeah. we had a tornado, a hate rally, and a shooting all in one year. Oh, that's right. You uh, guys did have a tornado. We had it all in one year. So Jeez. I think the, I think the, the bit. I don't want to, I don't want to ruin it. Sure. But yeah. Yeah. It's just the fact that we, we had other problems before that, mm-hmm. like heroin. You yeah. Know? And and it, it's still a problem. Yeah. Sure. And. uh that's what the that's what the bit's about. I think it depends on how you're approaching things. If you're not punching down at the community and being like, oh, fuck those people who got shot. Like, no one should ever do that. Don't make fun of that, like, right? But if you're... Yeah. And it's like, I have a joke about abortion, but I'm making fun of myself. Yeah. It's like, if you can, if you can find a different perspective on these things that people don't normally talk about, then you can kind of open the door there. I think yeah. that's yeah. my opinion. Some yeah. people are, stay away from it. Um, but I... I have a hard time staying away from from subjects like that. I think it's important to touch on them. Yeah, I totally agree. So, so what was um, what was did, did you know anyone that was there? Like, like did did you hear any firsthand accounts? Lots of people. Yeah, man. Yeah. lots of people. Some of the staff at some of the different bars that sure. I know, um, and just some people who were either just there or or were gonna go there that yeah, night. Yeah. I mean, oh, absolutely. That's all you would hear. downtown. It was kind of like kind of quiet. Like we tried to. Everybody didn't really talk about it in the shops or in the store. Or, yeah. Or at the at the store uh, at the fucking club. But 
everywhere else like all the rural all the suburbs if you go in a bar any restaurant i mean for months and months after oh yeah you would just hear it in the background somebody someone's talking about everywhere i mean it was like and it's a scary thing and then trying to get people out to the shows at wild yeah try to get them to come out and and support you after that happened a block away for sure was also very tough uh but i think that people are down there in droves now it's it's stronger than ever that that's my honest opinion cool for when i look at it now um as opposed to last summer but yeah there was a little bit of a this of happened a last summer was it yeah i think it was the summer. yeah i mean let's fest is like in august i think right? in the summer yeah yeah, so yeah, maybe yeah, yeah it's towards the end of summer yeah, yeah. i vaguely remember this i don't yeah. understand why i can't yeah no it was a there it was, was a saturday night shootings that, that week probably there's so many last year that is you probably barely yeah saw yeah it. oh yeah true. no well in in we were on our way down here and i was telling him that i wanted to bring this up with you um and he was like so is this like before or after the florida nightclub shooting i'm like it's it's long after the florida nightclub but you might be thinking of most recently the florida school shooting because you got to right. get it you know you got to get your shootings right you know what i mean there's just like so, so many, many. Just yeah start. it's like a shooting bingo chart yeah yeah um uh, <laughs> but uh uh so this is um kind of a uh, interesting follow-up so you uh, knew some people who gave like firsthand accounts. What did you hear at all that was like a, I don't know, conflicting story from the official story? Did anyone say anything was like they reported this on the news, but here's what I saw? Did, did, did anyone have any conflicting? I think stuff like that falls to the wayside uh, when it comes to the, a, a situation that severe sure. and that close to home. Um, I think that, that that's like. Maybe yeah. something that people on the internet were talking about, but yeah. nobody that I know. It was more like, let's stay safe. Let's like keep. An oh eye sure, on. yeah, it, yeah. That it was more of that vibe. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Let, like, let's not put it past the internet or oh sure, yeah, yeah, conspiracy yeah. theories. Yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah any, absolutely. Yeah. But I, I just didn't know. I, I was just interested in hearing if there was, uh, if there were any major details that, like, you know, because I, I feel like if something happens like that in, in a community, everyone wants to, um, you know, make sure that, well, the that the proper story is what gets told. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like if there were any major discrepancies, that people within that community would likely say something about that, which means that you know if there aren't any that you can kind of like think of off the top of your head or are noteworthy, then then likely they, you know, were completely fine with that official story, which is cool. You know what I mean? But I'm one of those guys that I, every official, I don't believe in official story that I hear right. at all. Th- yeah. And so I, I was just kind of, it's hard to d- 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 digging for my, so, digging for my own so conceited purposes, not to, you know, I, I didn't mean to downplay you no. know the situation at all, but it's okay. I'd actually like to hear if you heard anything about it, but I want to yeah. say for, from what I heard, the guy was like on edge already, uh, and it started off as an argument with him and his sister, who had been bullying him apparently his whole life. Oh man, his younger sister. So this guy uh, owned a lot of firearms, sure. and it, she had embarrassed him in front of a bunch of people at the nightclub. Oh. One of her friends was there that he liked, and she had embarrassed him in front of her. So he walks to his car, fucking gets this rifle, and comes back, kills his sister first. Oh my god! Is what I heard. This is what wow. I heard. Wow! And then everybody, and then apparently he just had, he snapped at that point, and he was like, you know, in a fucked up state of mind. Yeah, sure. Did a lot of did a lot of bad things, man. And yeah, like I'm not, I'm not fucking, I'm condemning the guy, but I'm also yeah. saying like he, you know, was probably somebody that needed mental health. Oh, absolutely, for, sure, for a long time and wasn't absolutely, getting it yeah. because it doesn't seem like his family was very supportive. Yeah, but I mean, you, you know, you can't blame and his family. That's the majority of these situations too. It's. 
Unfortunately, there's a lot of mental health that's involved with it. That's not. He was yeah. probably on some of. sort of SSRD. It oh yeah, probably yeah, a absolutely. lot of shit that we don't know. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. And also, um, you know, the when when you bring up the discussion of you know gun laws, gun rights, you know, um, violence prevention, these sorts of things, you know, so much of the conversation is directed towards the tool. Um, which I think is definitely a valid discussion to have. You know what I mean? I, if, if changes need to be made, then we as a society need to have that conversation um, and try to determine the best case, the best you know um, case moving forward. But also another part of that problem, it's, it's, a, it's a multidimensional problem. Another part of that problem is literally mental health. And uh, you, know, you can't really fix one without fixing the other. You have to fix all parts of the problem. Mm. You know what I mean? Some people are like, you know, we don't need to change mental health the way we tr- you know, handle mental health in this country as long as we just keep guns out of their hands. It's like, well, no, not necessarily. A psycho can drive a van into a group of people just as easily as they can you know, fire a weapon. Yeah. Well, until if psychology, until psychology um, becomes more than a <laughs> pseudoscience, yeah. You know, there's not a lot that's going to be done about it. It's, uh, from what I hear, a lot of psychologists, psychiatrists are laughed at as uh, with the title doctor behind them. Uh, yeah. A lot of um, of the higher institutions that give out PhDs to, uh, I guess, actual doctors in quotes, yeah. um, they they frown upon psychiatrists and psychology. I can so, interesting. I, I I can agree with that to a degree. I think I feel like we need regulation. Sure, uh, I want to. I want to be on board with regulation. But we were poking at it earlier with the fireworks and the, the liquor over here. Yeah, we were kind of making fun of it. But it, when you talk about firearms, it seems different. Like it seems different, but it's not. Yeah, you can kill yourself with anything or other people yeah. with yeah. anything. Oh, absolutely. Right. We just need to have better standards as society. Right. And, oh yeah. And it, definitely the mental health, but I think just better role models, more positive. Oh, for sure. Shit, yeah, you know what I mean? Be, that that's a. I think it has a lot to do with that, man. We're kind of fucked up as a society in general. Yeah. That is definitely true. And I saw a meme. Uh, it was like back in the medieval times when they're doing um, what do they call it? Like lan- uh, lancing when they're when they have uh, that jousting. Long- where they're on a horse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, J- yeah, jousting. Jousting. Um, I like that. It should be uh, called Lansing. <laughs> so <laughs> Hashtag Michigan. The guy had a had a uh, <laughs> device like that, but it was like they were in war, and it had like a uh, metal uh, spike on the end of it, and he was like coming down and killing. So it was like a medieval time. No guns there, right? Yeah. So the meme was, uh, it said, um, no guns, eh? <laughs> they sure know how to do it back in yeah. the medieval times. And it's, it's like that's the that's the realization that people have to like yeah. it doesn't matter if there's guns like people are going to find a way to get well, what they and, want and it's, also with just you know nature. um even with gun laws guns still exist seven people were just shot in australia and australia has got yeah. one of the strictest gun bans in the world what the yeah fuck? you know like there's a, it's, there's a it's, black market you that, know it, that must yeah. have missed me because i didn't hear that that's crazy yeah it was uh it, uh it was in the last week um i i, I didn't uh pull it up but i'll have to i'll send you the link to it um, but yeah, no, it's, it's one of those things. And also in Chicago, Chicago shootings happen all the time. They have a gun ban. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? True. It's, it's one of those things that like, you know, a, a, a law is not gonna. No, marijuana is everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Legal or a, not. Right. Yeah. I it's mean, it's all over the place. It can grow anywhere. That's yeah. why there's having such a hard time regulating. Oh, it. exactly. And there's a huge gray area where I'm from now. It's been decriminalized because hemp has now been legalized. And so it's hard to tell the difference without like really strenuous, strict testing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it still has traces of thc in it no matter what yeah right so because it just grows naturally so you know we have 
it's kind of in our in our favor at this point until they find better testing like for people that are driving while they're yeah. high or and also it has to have it doesn't have a it has a really long half life so 30 days is a long time for it to be in your blood or urine but i think scientists are trying to figure out like what does make you high right as far as like are your eyes dilated or is your blood pressure at a certain rate sure and i think they're trying to figure out those things for testing and for for regulation i uh can't remember who the comedian was but i heard a comedian have a hilarious bit where he's like you don't need a breathalyzer for weed you just need to hold a piece of pizza in front of my face and if i take a <laughs> bite then i'm i'm high as hell <laughs> no doubt it may be yeah, that i easy. can't remember the comedian that, that did <laughs> that, a, that did uh, that joke but i, I thought it would be, yeah, yeah yeah just put a piece of pizza in my face also me. in ohio kratom is legal yeah i take her tom i like it i prefer it over say ibuprofen or say something hard like where i would have to go to the doctor and i can get kratom from most smoke shops yeah that's yeah. interesting i know some some people here i don't know that it's legal here but um somehow they get it for medical use um interesting i think it's lupus i think it's a lupus thing oh, okay uh, you guys ever tried it i can't remember i know i you like it i have um yeah i go to uh there's a couple spots in ohio i go to i i work in ohio too okay i work here in ohio and then what well, ap um, he used to have, he has issues if he gets pills. So him and his wife put it in tea. Nice. So they put it in tea. And then what it does is it has anxiety, arthritis, all that stuff. Dude. But, but it, it goes on your opiates attached to your pain receptors. Oh yeah. So, so does Kratom. But the problem is you can take Kratom for two straight weeks. So I've taken them. And then when the coating comes off your pain receptors. Your pain receptors don't don't fly off the fly off the the handle. Oh, okay. As someone who takes opiates on a daily basis, once yeah. the opiate leaves the pain receptor, it that, just goes haywire because it's it's yeah. like firing back up. It's a yeah. really interesting plant. Yeah. It's actually in the coffee family. It's from Malaysia. So the the plant name is Metrogyna speciosis. That's the technical name for kratom, is what we call it. But the uh, the field workers in Malaysia actually chew it. Um, during their their day, like that's how they get through oh. these hard, this hard, well, they, strenuous they, labor. There's stories about people mm -hmm. in South America chewing cocoa leaves, yeah, kind of correct. In the same yeah, fashion, yeah. Opium leaves, they, yeah, they, they chew those, too. making tea out of it, and yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then they discovered ayahuasca, and then we became human. Yeah, that's no doubt. You guys ever stone Dave theory? I dude. want to. I want to go down to South America. Yeah, I want to. If, if I ever did it, I'd, I'd have to go to Peru. Yeah, yeah do it's like it's like eight hundred bucks. No, that's a oh man, man, that, that is, shit yeah. is crazy. I've heard some crazy stories, man. Dog. I would yeah. love. I would love to. I had one psych, uh, psilocybin experience, and it completely changed my life it, it, it was the most important too. thing that happened to me yeah. so far i would like to do dmt because yeah. i wanted to get deeper and um i don't know that it was my first time so it was it was pretty intense for me but um i i don't think i got quite deep enough yeah and i, I heard dmt could i read really that, that i read that actually a psychedelic experience like that people put that up to par with like the birth of a child or the death of a parent like, it so can be you will hold on to that forever bro. so this is how i first First, I would I leveled my experiences, and first it was my wife because she gave my she gave me my kids. Um, I put it above my kids because it gave me knowledge that I would have never had to give to my kids. So that's why I put it above my kids. And then I was thinking, I was like, man, you know, it was so important that it's helped me with our relationship. So just by default, I would have to put it above my wife as well, because it gave me so much knowledge that like, I'm still, I still get knowledge to this day. And this was, 
I don't know, six, seven years ago. Yeah. I could be wrong about that, but like, I, I, it's, it's, it's like it happened yesterday. I can still feel the emotions. I can still, uh, still feel the like psilocybin running through me. And it was, dude, it was, it completely changed my life. So, yeah, well, these plants are our elders. I mean, they've been here long before us. Oh, yeah. We'll be here long after we're gone. Yeah. So, yeah. for sure. I think it's important to try these things while we're here. It, yeah. It's the, it's, it's almost like, uh, you know, there are, if if we are living in a simulation, you know what I mean. Which which when I say you know a simulation is not it, in order to have a simulation, it must be created. You know what I mean. And people hear simulation and they think, you know, that it's you know anti God. It's like no, I'm just kind of breaking it down in the form of like God just being this crazy computer programmer. You know what I mean? And developed this massive organic um, operating system that that just so happens to have these little you know, growth enhancement, you know, imagine life is a video game and you accidentally eat shrooms for 2 million years and become human. You know what exactly. I mean? Yeah. Mario <laughs> showed us that. I think the games exactly. and the movies, That's true. I think a That's lot of these, true. a lot of these things show us that. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Especially yes. people in pop culture. They're like, Hey, if you want to, you know, if yeah. you want to open up your mind, if you want to get here, if you want to be one of these enlightened folks that tells people yeah. that, you know, if maybe you are getting information from the other side, you want to tell people, well, try this, open up your mind a little more. Yeah. And then the shamans and the, yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. man. Get your, get your perspective. Well, right. and, and even, you know, in ancient communication, the, uh, um, the, um, eye of Sauron being, you know, the pineal gland, mm -hmm. you know, that they, they, they had information you know, in a in a primitive quote unquote, you know, from what we have determined is somewhat primitive. Somehow they're able to, you know, build pyramids. But um, <laughs> you know, uh, they, they even had that sort of stuff back then. You know, and these are godly experiences. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, yeah, crazy. By the way, we don't know that necessarily they built the pyramids, but that's, that's true. A, that's, that's another true. episode. We don't yeah. know if they had computers back then either. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Look, if it's made out of the same shit we make them out of today, it would have easily been dust by now. Oh I, yeah, I can't remember where I saw this, but there was a, a like a fossilized ancient computer that they found underwater. This was like. 15 years ago when they found it yeah it was a um, mac it was one of those big blue macs from 98 <laughs> i remember those it was it was like a gear based type of computer so like the old analog type of computers right. that they used back in the 50s and stuff for like uh uh i think they used them for um, one gigabyte took up like an entire room yeah i think they only used them for math for like equations and stuff like that um but it was that type of uh that type of computer wasn't that big it was like a it was like a tablet sized uh fossilized imprint of the computer yeah so I, watch, I don't know if it's on the internet still but you watch ancient aliens and shit i have i've, I've watched i you know have. what I'm it totally might have been i might have seen it, it on might have been some shit like that because yeah. they talk about batteries and all kinds of yeah. stuff oh yeah yeah, man. yeah, yeah. And i want to get into it but i'm like man these dudes know just as much as me like right just right. observing these artifacts they're high as hell and they're just <laughs> they're trying to figure shit out yeah exactly. <laughs> like, the they yeah, just found a way to make brand out of it they're taking yeah. real artifacts and and they're kind of Applying their twist to it. You yeah, know, it's, I'm it's, trying to do the same thing. It's an idea. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, so let's shift gears a little bit. I wanted to play something that um, I was reminded of just before we started recording. Um, they were talking about uh, how on SNL, um, uh, Kyle Mooney and Beck Bennett are two of the like senior cast members and our, our head writers on the show. And like... Um, like I don't get as excited about SNL as I used to. Like it's just not 
it's it's just not what it used to be for me. And but however, I did kind of a deep dive on Kyle Mooney and Beck Bennett's old videos that they were doing. Like this videos from is there a date on this one? Uh, um, well, it's a it, it's a pretty old video. It's got over like three point three million views. But this is um, uh, Kyle Mooney. Um, look it up. It's called Sporty. You just gotta have to put in Kyle. It, literally, his YouTube name is Kyle. He somehow got the one Kyle. And uh, check it out. We're gonna play. This is uh, Kyle Mooney playing a character who is pretending to be into sports. But uh, you you'll just see here. Didn't what happened? Daniels had a second left and he and he didn't even throw it in. What was it a football game? It was it was <laughs> such a bad play by Daniels. That's so sad for my team and me. I'm such a big supporter. Oh no! <laughs> now we have to wait another two whole games before they come back to the championship series playoffs. Nichols is on the sideline. He must be injured. Why didn't you make that play? Score for once. Score what? A, a touchdown? Score more points to win the game. Benjels is over there making the worst calls. <laughs> That's my favorite part. He says Benjels. He's teaching no better. Just tell me the two, the team names of the sport. I'm just trying to figure out. I don't know what. I it's the second. Football. <laughs> baseball. Come on, Benjels. Is that a Jewish Get cross? Get loose. Huh? What or is a, a Jewish mean? star? Benjels is one Where? of the players. He's on one whatever of the that ball is on the, the top division. right of his coat. Oh. Passes through the series. Maybe. Then he'll be a Hall of Famer. Okay. Is that that hard to oh, understand? No, Please just read the stats. They have three rounds. All right, you, 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 you can go ahead and pause it. Uh, <laughs> Holy dude, shit! Yes, dude. I know some people like this. Kyle, I know me too. I was yeah. just thinking that it's like a family reunion. For yeah, me. and uh, yeah, no, you just need to. Uh, Get online, check out Kyle Mooney. He's got some hilarious shit out there. I just wanted to bring that up and share it with the people. Hey, did you watch that game yesterday? Huh? Yeah, Benjels was. Oh man, that was <laughs> a game. See him, see him put it in for oh, the last boy. second. Good one there. Home team. Woo! Yeah, killing it. Come on, Benjels. <laughs> yeah, that's Holy great. Shit, dude. Yeah. All right, so um, we're gonna transition to uh, Nick's picks. Nick's picks. Yeah, so what what do you got for us today? What what are we talking about? I'm going to talk about myself today. Okay. And uh, do a little uh, grade shaming. Um, <laughs> it's interesting because I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a junior right now at IUPUI, and I'm doing really good, like a 3.3 GPA or something like that. And I looked at my cumulative GPA. I'm 31. Yeah, I was about to say, let's, let's get some context so, here. <laughs> so... Uh, so well, back when I left high school and went we to college, yes, I that, played, this is where we need to start this story. I uh, I went to IUPUI, uh, walked onto the team, um, didn't even play a game, just was partying all the time. Um, this was when George Hill was playing, and so I was, you know, getting in everywhere, have just having a great time. Uh, had classes, never went. Uh, I was going to practice and stopped going to practice. Just decided to party. Was tired of basketball, so for two semesters, well, for, well, for one, for the first semester, uh, 
I was still playing ball. Um, and then my grades came out and I kind of got in trouble, like was not suspended, but I couldn't participate in like, uh, the events and stuff that they had. Um, so at that point I was just, I was like, ah, oh, just fuck it. Fuck it. I'm just, I'm just done. So second semester comes around, still partying, still partying, zero credits and, uh, got the boot. Damn. So, uh, I got my grades up, obviously didn't know what I wanted to do when I was, when I was, uh. 18 no um, one does no, no one i just bro, yeah. i really it was the first time i was on my own um yeah it was like uh i was a three-sport athlete dude i i remember those days dude yeah. we got hyped most of the time yeah yeah it was one of those things where just like yeah i can but cap- i never but i never really did anything like when i was in high school you know i drank a little bit yeah you know, i never yeah. really but then you get down into indianapolis and you're like right yeah the and then city life huh? and then college came and hit me like a freight train and just I wasn't ready. Yeah. He wasn't ready. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so my cumulative GPA is a 1.8. Uh, worked my ass off for that 3.3, and I'm walking <laughs> around with a 1.8, to be real. Uh, so, yeah, so it's... Um, still PSA, you know... Get your grades yeah. early, kids. Yeah, exactly. Wait, wait, like wait, wait, when you're there, you might as well do it. It'll you know be fine. I mean? Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to graduate just fine. Yeah. Um, but... I had to work my ass off to get to yeah. where I'm at, and I would have much rather did that earlier in life, <laughs> or just waited and did it now and gave myself, you know, an e- an even playing field. Yeah. yeah. So, but I am actually going to. Uh, I-, I talked to some of the counselors there, and I'm gonna uh, write the dean um, of of the school a letter and and say you this. I think those rules of how the cumulative GPA works. I think those need to be rehashed because obviously I'm 31 years old. I've I've had two kids. I'm married. I'm not the same person that I was when I was 18 years yeah. old. You know, it's it's not like the criminal justice system. Yeah, you know, I I, I didn't necessarily go and uh, harm anyone. Now I I wonder but, if um, w- if you'd have gone to like another college would you have the same cumulative gpa no i wouldn't so it's only because you're at iupui and those other things happened at iupui yeah Yeah. that's kind of messed up yeah yeah and and so the the grades that i had i went to ivy tech uh and i had like a 3.0 there and those don't carry um so my um my classes that i took carry over and and i i had transfers so whatever my grade was that helped my GPA for IUPUI. But it doesn't affect but, your cumulative. Yeah. Well, oh, it, that's messed it, up. It does affect it, but because... Oh, but but as the class itself. Yeah, I failed eight classes. And didn't uh, you... What, what was one of the... Yeah, eight classes. What did you say that cl- one of those classes was that you took? That one of you them just was didn't, yoga. What the fuck? I just, yeah. Yeah. Just didn't go. Just didn't go. Just, nope. Didn't, didn't care. Sounds like a fun that shit class. was hard, man. That yeah, shit was hard. you know hard. there's hot chicks in there. Though. There was, <laughs> but it was early go. in the morning. It was like 9 o'clock, and I was yeah. partying and yeah. going in there. Went to bed at 7. Up. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it, it, was, uh, yeah. it was. You'd be ralphing everywhere, dude. It was a rough, rough yeah. uh, reality check. Yeah, and then so. we became roommates, and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that's that's a different yeah, podcast. Yeah, that's a that, that's a story in and of itself. That we might need like to bring a podcast. We yeah. became roommates. Yeah, that's kind of tight. And then we became roommates. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I guess it's kind of like the like the college version of what we do here. I mean, it's essentially we just had dumber conversations back then. You know. 
Yeah, we did. We still have pretty dumb conversations, to be completely honest but back with you. Then but it was bad. Yeah, yeah, we were thought, arguing. Yeah, thought we knew what we was talking about. Knew, didn't know shit, dude. Not we still don't know thing. shit. I know I don't know that's, shit. That's, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, let's see. Did, what else did did you have? Anything else on Nick's picks, or or what was next on the rundown? Uh, I forgot to pull that up. The rundown. Um, Oops. but. Uh, uh johnny while we got you in here um i did want to bring up uh the awesome shit that is going down in uh dayton what's uh what's popping over in dayton i know i know wiley's is a blast Uh, i need to get over there as soon as possible yeah man we have a great sunday show there um that it's just it's a great it's great for any comics whether you're from dayton or not it's super supportive crowd it's always a place to network and meet the locals um you know to try to get on other shows and to try to you know get get in that way and that's i think that's what we all should be doing right is to trying to just book as much as we can and trying to work with as many people as we can to make this a better community yeah. you know and i yeah, think that's the, sure. the i think that's the most beneficial way of running any type of scene whether it's comedy or whether it's music or whatever or life yeah or yeah yeah I mean, j- j- life in general yeah. yeah just in general um but you know you got to support those within the scene you know what i mean if you, if you want the scene to grow you have to support all the parts of it you know what i mean yeah. and uh you know that's such an awesome atmosphere to be able to cultivate especially in comedy because it so often i we hear stories of just you know these this city's got a really clicky comedy scene and i feel like any major city is going to have you know you know a little clickiness within whatever scene you're talking about but like it's so cool to hear um club atmosphere that's just nothing but supportive man that's so cool yeah it's wild i i also hear that like if i go on the road and hear you know go to other clubs out of town people do they're like man it's just we love dayton because for some reason you guys have this like camaraderie and it's it is really cool i did music for a long time too Mm -hmm. and i didn't have that in music yeah i was just it's more of like a lone wolf kind of situation but when i got into comedy and i saw like how many people frequent mics and how many guys would come up to you after a show and like help you tag something or yeah you work on something i was like holy shit this is something i want to be a part of and i want now now i'm getting to do that for people and it's just like it's tight i like to see the growth for myself and from others and it just it makes it all better shows, man. Like that's well, the and, point. and that's what makes it, you know, as someone um, like myself that uh, not only performs but but books as well. That like I've brought you, I've brought Dayton folks over several times to do shows. We got Michael Wells coming up in a couple of weeks. We had the Dayton takeover, I think, like what late last year, like yeah. l- late last summer, which we need to do again. Um, and you know, you guys got some killers over there, dude. Nick Taylor is hilarious. So funny. Um, um, Travis Charles just murders any room he walks into. Like I, I've seen that dude walk into a cold room of like twelve people and have people peeing their pants. He's he's a very funny guy too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. Yeah, there's a lot of killers over there, man. Yeah. And that's John a, Morris, John Morris, another really funny guy. Yeah. That, that's how you get funny too. If you hang around a bunch of people who are just ruthless comedians. Also, shout out Nate Washington for yeah. sure. Oh man, he's one of the funniest guys out yes. there for sure. Yeah, so many good people that. I've been blessed to be able to watch on stage during yeah. my uh, the last few years cutting my teeth in this game, and that that makes me better because I'm like, oh shit, if that's the For guy sure. who's getting booked, I got to be as good or better exactly. than this yeah. guy, oh, sure. or, or I'm nothing. Like they're not yeah. even going to look at me. So yeah, and, yeah coming, and, and coming from a sports aspect, you you want to surround yourself by talent because if you're competing against talent every day, then you're going to get better. That's exactly that's just how it works. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Um, and like um. Uh, what like also makes it 
you know, easier to grow in a scene like that or in a uh, community like that is that you're not, it's, it's not this, uh, you know, this, this, uh, what, what's the phrase where there, there's not enough to go around this? Uh, uh, I'm forgetting this phrase right now. But anyway, it's not a um, famine mentality. Yes, that's it. There, yeah, there's yeah, not a famine yeah. mentality. And, uh, you know, everyone's like, hey, you, thanks for punching up this joke. You know what I mean? And and then, you know, it's like uh, 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 writing a, a tag in a joke or punching up a joke leads to going with someone on a road gig, leads to, you know, featuring with them. And then when you headline, you let them feature for you. And it's just these sort of relationships build and that's one of the coolest things i think about comedy is you can kind of you know be with your people and make the shows that that, that you want to make but also you can be supportive of the scene in general yeah that's really i good. think that's really cool so so does does daylight savings affect you guys in ohio yeah so we lost an hour last night uh i believe yeah i didn't get yes, to sleep so did we four o'clock yeah and i didn't know it i looked down i'm thinking it's like two maybe three and it's four o'clock. My yeah. whole this is messed up my entire day. Yeah, I did not get anything. It my is the dumbest, off. the dumbest thing. I I don't think we should have daylight savings. It's, yeah, just it's it's pretty dumb. Yeah, I mean it's it's one of those things that had its day, but uh, it needs to be done. I mean, I they have combines that work at night. You know what I mean? Like like That's back true. when they instituted daylight savings, it was simply to give the farmers yeah. more time to plant. But it's like. Uh yeah, I see them out there at midnight all the time. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> just and it's like it's it's irrelevant. It's gonna you know keep I mean? pushing it back. We're, the, we're yeah. the new farmers, guys. Corporate yeah. America are the new farms. We're farming, yeah. farming yeah. social media likes and shit like that. Yeah, absolutely. You that's know, true. That's, what we're that's doing. a great point. So they want us up. They want us working, bro. Yeah. What, but ha, ha, think think about this. What if the plants are farming us? Yeah, the plants feed idea. us with oxygen, mm. and when we die, a different they eat of- our body. A different type of consciousness you're talking yes, about. Exactly. Yeah, what, yeah, what, what, what if it's the it's the yin and the yang, you know what I mean? We farm the animals and, and the plants farm us because the, the plants feed the animals as well. We you know and the plants feed us directly as well through the crops yeah. that we are farming. We think we're in control. Yeah, yeah. We they we think, think we're in control, in control, but the plants are the ones that are farming us. Well then in the and then there's the earth that says, Oh plants, you think you're in control. Yeah. I'm in control of both. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about the technology it's just like hey i'm just documenting all this shit yeah you know i'm just here yeah just yeah here to take man notes. speaking like i feel like we are describing american gods have you guys ever seen american gods no I've never oh seen it's, it. it's i do have a mirror nick <laughs> sorry <laughs> i wake uh, up every day and piss greatness <laughs> <laughs> my fart smell like maple syrup <laughs> all right that was maple syrup good. yeah sounds delicious yeah pancakes okay so. um <laughs> But ancient gods has like um, modern gods. So like there's a god of technology. Uh, there's a god of social media, which is inside the god of technology. So they have like little sub gods and demigods that just build off like of each other. Like a power top. <laughs> like okay, a power man. social media is like a power top. Oh, you said inside of. Sorry. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> power top. I don't even know where I was going with that. Sorry. Now. Go ahead. <laughs> No, no it's, yeah, yeah. It, it was it was it was like what what we were describing though, and it's uh it's it's pretty interesting to think about because it's like we are creating our own gods, and th- and that's what the basis of their stories are is is if you give enough attention to something, you're you're creating the concept yeah. of a god, and yeah, you're it, worshiping it, that 
that yeah, entity, it, it, whatever. And essentially, that might be. worship is simply energy direction. You know what I yeah, mean? We, yeah. uh, you know, we grew up with this sort of sense of of worshiping as simply going to a church in nice clothes, standing in front of a cross with a pastor, and you know, holding your hands in the air and singing, you know, He is risen or whatever. But like, actually, worshiping is where you what you worship is what you put your energy in and you direct your stuff towards. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's a very powerful thing because you're right. We do make gods out of the things that we sometimes it's musical artists yeah. you know what i mean when, when we're a super fan of a band or if we're um you know or sometimes it's vanity you know sometimes we praise vanity if we you know uh get into ourselves a little bit more than but at the same time you know you have to be focused on yourself to love yourself so it's like that weird balance that weird balance that, you, that we have balance, to maintain it's always there yeah absolutely whether, the yin and the yang whether people want to believe it or not there's going to be evil yeah, that's in the and duality. Some controls. may argue, but I I feel like the only way to understand good is to understand evil. You know, there's darkness, but you can be the light in that darkness. You yeah. can spread the information of good or and sure. wealth, prosperity, whatever it is. And that's the and, power of being human. You know, that that's yes, what separates yes. us from from every other creature on earth is that we have a. You know, that there are other creatures on this earth that can choose, you know, if you give them a direct choice, like, you know, a lot of apes and dolphins have the intelligence to pick, you know, option A or option B, but they don't necessarily pick it between right and wrong. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. They, they don't pick between A and B based on morality. They pick between A and B based on, you know, what you know, their whatever, um, you know, training has gotten them to where they need to be. But like we have the ability to, you know, uh, hopefully most of us, there are some psychopaths out there that simply do not understand right and wrong. Right. Um, but, you know, for the most most people, we have the ability to kind of discern, you know, positive yeah. from negative anyway, maybe not right and wrong, because some things that are technically wrong can be morally right to do. So Yeah, yeah. It's, I, it, and, yeah. and just real quick, to go back to what we talked about at the beginning, I, I honestly think everybody who is mentally capable of taking psychedelics and in the end, you might freak out during it, but in the end, understanding what just happened and being yeah. able to process what happened and being able to discern what your conscious and subconscious was trying to tell you. If people can do that, one time under a psychedelic trip will give you the appreciation of being human. Because the one time that you feel what nothingness is yeah. and you're there for what feels like an eternity, you will appreciate every pain you've ever went through, every happiness, every uh, joyful experience, every sad experience, whatever emotion that you have here, you will appreciate that you even have that because yeah. the experience of nothingness is is like no other explanation. There, there yeah. is no explanation. Yeah. You just, you have to experience to understand it. I think sure. for me, psychedelics kind of let me know that we're just all very temporary we're just yeah. having a temporary human experience, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and eventually, whatever this Johnny Woods or this Kyle or yeah. whatever these characters are that we've created ourselves within the construct of our own reality, eventually, this is gonna this is gonna be gone. Yeah. But there's something in me that I feel will live on. Oh, absolutely. Now, I don't know if that's just something I need to hold on to because that's why religion has been so powerful since the beginning of time. Some hope for something beyond this because it would fucking mm-hmm. suck if it's blackness. Like, yeah, that would just suck, right? So a part of me and a lot of other people definitely hold on to the belief that uh, we're more than this, right? Yeah, or we're gonna go sure. somewhere else because I don't want to fucking. I don't want it to be nothing. I want yeah. to come back or I want it to be yeah. some other reality. Like when I smoke sure. DMT, I want to go, I would prefer that place. Even yeah. if I mean? it's Groundhog's Day. Whatever. I think I would, ex- I would think I would rather experience Groundhog's Day and, and, 
at least be able to experience for an eternity rather than not experience anything and just yeah. and just but but it but it's like your consciousness is there it's like you're looking out of your eyes and like you see like if if you look down now you can see your chest your stomach your knees and all that well imagine being able to feel that you're looking down and nothing be there imagine being able to see outward and and just see this this void of 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 darkness that is that yeah. you think it, it like where stuff exists it, and it just doesn't and um i think i i think there is stuff that happens after this and i and and i think the experience that i had uh i think it was telling me like you know you can wish that um all this bad stuff doesn't happen but i'm i'm showing you this so that you can understand why you go through bad yeah. things and why you go through good things there it doesn't matter what it is it's a learning experience that's that's the main thing you're you're growing from whatever it is and if you can't go if you can't grow from it then you're just stagnant and you might as well be in that dark yeah. eternal place where you just yeah. don't know what exists sure it's true um yeah no it's a it, it's one of those things that is just it's the great question you know of the human condition is you know does what's next what, yeah what what happens? is there more is yes there more? yeah and i to, to me i was, don't think I, was I, this real i i don't think there's any i don't think there's any doubt that there's more i just think that we have no idea what more is yeah, yeah. you, you guys ever I mean? seen you guys ever played assassin's creed or oh yeah even the fallout games yeah right mm -hmm. where you go into these simulators. huge assassin's yes. creed fan. Yeah. Yes. you're in these simulators i think it's a good possibility that we are doing that now quite possibly yeah uh, it's, it's a good possibility that we're just living out our ancestors simulations in order yeah. to understand something that was going on because if you look back in history oh, yeah. this is one of the most interesting times to be alive mm -hmm. yeah like not only are we all For becoming sure. conscious because of the plants we're allowing people to consume now yeah but we also, also the technology we have the technology to we have to communicate mm -hmm. and document and, every yes. single thing that's going on record it would be such a fun game because you know what the internet knows shit that we don't like if your girl's cheating on you the internet knew it before you dog yeah so yes, if you wanted to did. come back and do something you yeah. could still wow. do it without yeah. knowing everything it would still be a game it could still yeah. be fun yeah, yeah, There's absolutely. There's a lot of shit you don't know. Just like Assassin's Creed. That is a great A lot of shit you don't know. That is beautiful. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Uh, Cloud Atlas is another uh, example of, of what could happen. I don't I don't know if y'all... I haven't seen that. Have, what it's, is this? It's fantastic. Um, uh, Halle Berry, Tom Hanks... Uh, you sold me already. Uh, oh man, <laughs> and there, there's like four other, and they're pretty big actors. I Jim Sturgis. Yes, Jim Sturgis. Yeah. Um, why can I remember the older guy's name? He's he's a pretty big. It's not John Malkovich. Everybody says him. It's not him. Yeah. Um, but anyways, it's uh, they play like five to seven different characters, and they play different characters in different timelines. And what looks like the future could really be the past. What looks like the past could really be the future. So, so time's uh, not linear, essentially. Right, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. And uh, so, like, obviously, the 1970s is 1970s, it, and there's time periods between them, but then there's Neo Soul, which is 2056, and then there is New Neo Soul, which looks like ancient ancient like 10,000 BC but it's like 2122 it's like 100 years after the fall of neo soul so it's actually in the future but they don't have it looks ancient because it, of the well, destruction not only does it look ancient, but everything yeah. is primitive they're like they're 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 cannibal like there's cannibal tribes they're back in tribes they're living literally off the land they made up a new language i don't they didn't really explain how the language came, but they made up a new language that you can barely understand. Um, Interesting. They're smart in a sense of survival, but not necessarily the ability to compute um, seeing 
technology because there were survivors from Neo Soul and they live like, I don't know if it's in space or it's outside of their community and they have these lavish ships that come up and they like these primitive future people like praise them and look at them as gods and they're healing them and all kinds of stuff with all these machines. But like a lot of the people, they just can't compute it. They just accept it. They're just like, Oh, they're gods. They're, yeah. they're what we praise. But they're actually they're just like need. technology. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of like, you know, they, they say that ancient wizards and, and, and warlocks were simply just modern scientists they understood yeah. alchemy they understood you know how to put certain chemicals together to make medicine yeah and stuff like that you know what i mean it's uh, it's what the babylonians say that the anunnaki were i think that's what yeah. the, bi- the bible was about was just like those certain people yeah that were coming back to help the humans because yeah. Yeah. you know we had to restart every now and then we build all this shit man like we put it everywhere it doesn't belong like the wood the plaster, the rocks, none of the shit belongs where we put it, but we like, yeah. we like it to look like this, right? We want our domiciles to look the way we want them to, mm-hmm. so we, we move it all around, we shift the earth around, and then eventually it takes it all back. Yeah. yeah. And she, fuck, and the, she, and she wants it back. Bro. Absolutely. For yeah. sure. Starts all over. No doubt. Well, uh, how long have we been going, BJ? 55? Sweet. That's about uh, that's about how long we go. Um, well, Johnny, why don't you go ahead and let everyone kind of run down where you're going to be, where they can find you. Cool, yeah. You guys can find me uh, at the Hookah Bazaar March 28th. Uh, nice. head- headliner Lori Graves feature Mike Wells. Sweet. Um, it's the first one. I've been running an open mic there for about a year now. It's our first showcase on a Saturday night. Um, it holds about 50 people. We, we should probably be packed, but if you guys could make it, that'd be amazing if you're going to be in town. Yeah. Um, if not, any of the listeners who are going to be in Dayton that night, you guys make sure you come out. Also follow me at Johnny Woods Comedy on Instagram and Facebook. You guys can find my podcast, Getting High with Headliners, on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. And thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah, yeah. no problem, man. Thanks pleasure. for making I'd the trip, dude. Love to have you back because we had some pretty good conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like well, we we'll, we'll definitely have to do this again. A lot yeah. of stuff. You guys too, come so. to my spot next time because if I get you guys over there, it's decriminalized to smoke pot in Ohio. Oh, right? okay. So it's no longer a criminal act. So you guys could come over there and do it with me. Okay. We'll shoot for shizzle. We'll have to. We'll have to make get this sorted out. Um, but uh, Nick, you can uh, find what is it? In Oaks Five on Facebook. There we go. Oaks Five Five uh, on Instagram. Just I just post funny shit. So. Yeah. Um, the the uh, uh, podcast can be found on Twitter at Uncle Buck's Cast, uh, which I just sound, which I just realized now that that handle sounds like some guy who's a. Uh, um, some guy who's like really bad at fishing you know what i mean <laughs> uh, um, otherwise you can find the podcast on instagram and facebook at uncle bucks podcast you can find me everywhere at uncle bucks house uh on social media um if you didn't hear my dates you can find them on my social media you can also go back to the front of the uh podcast listen to them there we are going to go out on a song that i think is appropriate per hour conversation for sure. By the great uh, Sturgill Simpson. Um, this song is called Turtles All the Way Down. I've seen Jesus play with flames in the lake of fire. I was standing. Met the devil in Seattle. Spent nine months inside the lion's den. Met booty yet another time He showed me a glowing light within But I swear that God was there Every time I go to the 
Turtles 